Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nivenace, and I am so excited to be with you once again to share something that's been on my heart, especially for this podcast. But before I get into this, I want to honor all of those that work behind the scenes to make Origin Gates Daily Podcast possible. I've heard so many people say how these podcasts have helped them uh, set their day in motion, how they would wake up, engage with the podcast, and it would give them clarity, direction, something just to go after. And this just really excites us because we are part of a family that are deeply connected to what Yahweh is doing on the face of the earth. Now, talking about family, I also want to give a shout out to The Nest. Majority, if not all of you, have heard about The Nest. And I would encourage you to go over to the foundationnest.com and have a look what we are all about. I am a principal of Remnant Rising that is connected to The Nest. And I want to tell you, man, to watch the students engage in the teachings and then to see them begin to unlock the truth of who they are and I've been watching this manifest and happen before my eyes. It is such an incredible family to be a part of because there are resources that we are getting into that's establishing the truth of who we are as sons. And I believe right now on the face of the earth, it is important for us to know who we are as sons. And if we only have the head knowledge but we don't have the encounters that begin to establish truth within us. We aren't going to see the fullness of who we are as sons. So anyway, it is the most incredible family to be a part of. Get involved if you aren't already. Go over to the Foundation Nest. Have a look who we are about and just sign up, man. It is awesome to see what Yahweh is doing on the face of the earth. But, you know, one of the things that I've seen happen within me as a son connected to incredible sons on the face of the earth is that Yahweh begins to stir something that is happening globally, but yet it's deeply connected to us as individuals in our personal pursuit with Yahweh. So we are starting to see that there are uh, sons that have the same heart that have the same perspective, that are starting to unlock the same truth, but yet we are strategically positioned on the face of the earth. And how we are beginning to align ourselves with one voice, one heart, this is something that has been really stirring within me because if we as sons can go after the heart of Yahweh, have the mind of Christ, we are going to see some incredible things unfold for us on the face of the earth. So anyway, (laughs) again, I get excited when I talk about stuff like this. But when I was sitting on this podcast and just engaging with what Yahweh's been revealing within me as a son, I thought it would be uh, incredible for me to go back to a portion of scripture that really started to set my heart in motion for the truth of who we are as sons. Now, before I get into this portion of scripture, we all know the Ark of the Covenant. 
Now, I'm not going to get into all the details and the dimensions and all that was inside the Ark of the Covenant. You can find that in Exodus 24 and all of it's there. But what I do want to make mention of because of the portion of scripture that I'm going to read to you in a moment. But the Ark of the Covenant had a mercy seat and it had two cherubim on each side, which is very significant to something that I'm going to mention now. But the Ark of the Covenant is just awesome. So the portion of scripture that I want to read to you is found in John 20 verse 1. And it says this. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen laying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen laying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Verse 10 says this, Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. Verse 12, this is where it just gets awesome. It says this, um, And saw two angels in what? seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for? Thinking he was a gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. Oh, come on. She turned towards him and cried out, Rabbi, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold me for I have not returned to the father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I'm returning to my father and your father to my God. And your God, Mary Magdalene, went to the disciples with this news. I've seen the Lord. And she told them he had said these things to her. Now, what is just incredible about this portion of scripture and what happened to me in an encounter started to reveal the truth of who we are and what this portion of scripture was beginning to indicate to me in terms of my position as a son and what happened in this moment. But let us just go back for a moment to Exodus 24, where it begins to explain the Ark of the Covenant. We know that the Ark of the Covenant had a mercy seat. And it was upon the mercy seat that the manifest presence of Yahweh would be revealed. And on each side of the mercy seat, there were two cherubim. 
And they would ought to create a portal for the manifestation of the presence to be rested upon the mercy seat. Okay, so we know that. Now, let's just jump again to John 20 because there is something in this portion of scripture that jumped out to me that started to reveal a whole lot of truth. But Mary, when she was weeping, she looked into the tomb. And what I realized is she actually looked into the Ark of the Covenant. Now bear with me for a moment because I want to explain why. Where Yeshua was laying was the mercy seat, the full manifestation of the presence. And on each side, Scripture says that Mary saw two angels, one at the head and one at the foot, arcing for the manifestation of the fullness of the kingdom to be revealed on the mercy seat. Right. But the deal is this. The full manifest presence was no longer contained in the tomb, which symbolized the Ark of the Covenant because Yeshua was behind Mary. <laughs> Come on. Like for me, it was incredible because for the first time that we read in scripture, the full manifest presence of Yahweh was outside of a box. It was no longer contained in a box. All right. So Mary turns and she beholds Yeshua. Yeshua then begins to reveal who he is. But he said this, I've got to go to the Father. Now, in John 17, in an encounter, Yeshua says to Yahweh, as I am in you and you are in me, may they, which is you and I, also be in us, which symbolizes something happening and what was going to manifest on the face of the earth. So just hear this for a moment. This is awesome, man. Exodus 24 talks about the dimensions of the Ark of the Covenant and all that is within that makes up the Ark of the Covenant, which is very, very important. Then in John 20, we see Mary looking into the tomb that symbolized the ark. But now Yeshua, who is the full manifest presence of Yahweh on the face of the earth, is no longer contained in the ark. He's outside of the ark. Then he says to Mary, don't touch me because I have not yet ascended to my father, which again symbolized his prayer in John 17 where Yeshua says, Yahweh, as I'm in you and you are in me, may they also be in us. So, this is the most exciting one. Like, I'm trying to find words for my passion right now. Okay. But the deal is this. We as sons, because of what happened to Yeshua and the fulfillment of all that Yeshua did on the face of the earth, He made a way. For us now to be the ark, the gateway, the dwelling place of the full manifest presence of Yahweh on the face of the earth in us as sons. You are an ark. I am an ark of the full manifest glory of Yahweh that is evident in the midst of creation, no longer contained in four walls no longer contained in an ark, in a box. It is now in us as sons. 
when I began to behold this truth through an encounter, and when I began to see what Yeshua had set in motion for us, I was undone because I realized what has Yahweh entrusted to us? I want to tell you what he's entrusted. The full manifest glory of his kingdom and all that is within is sitting in you and I. So I want to tell you something, man. When someone or anybody says to you that you don't have a plan or a purpose, my goodness, you just maybe don't say it, (laughs) but you can go back to the truth. Yahweh has entrusted the fullness, the splendor of his kingdom and all that is within He has positioned it in you as a son on the face of the earth. I want to tell you, man, the plan and purpose that Yahweh has for you is so dynamic and it's so intentional. So never allow any uh, words from man that tries to frame that you do not have a plan or a purpose. You just cancel that out right now because Yahweh has positioned within you a truth. And we as sons get to walk this out on the face of the earth. So anyway, I could get into so much, but (laughs) I think I've said what I've needed to say. But my heart is just to encourage you as you are engaging in who you are as a son, in your pursuit in Yahweh, let us always remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made to reveal and release the full nature of Yahweh on the face of the earth. Massive love, man, from my house to yours. Shalom.